Hello there, and welcome back to the Travelator podcast. Uh, my name's Frankie, and this is Becky. Hello. And uh, this is a podcast about wheelchair travel, uh, comparing our experiences of traveling with and without each other uh, in terms of what it's like to travel with someone in a wheelchair or not. So, and this episode is about Gran Canaria. If you want to know a little bit more about this podcast and who we are, listen to the first episode. Uh, so it'll be in the series for this one. Check it out. <laughs> We'd was... hope it'd be in the series before this yeah. one. <laughs> so yeah, check out the first episode if you want to know a little bit more about us. And we go through a general trip when you're traveling with someone in a wheelchair, our experiences from there and back. So this one is specifically about our first holiday together. Yeah. We'd been together for a year at that point and uh, we wanted to go on holiday uh, for our anniversary and Becky's birthday, which are around the same time, which is end of no- um, end of October into November. So which is obviously limits our choices. However, my mum and my sister went to Gran Canaria for my mum's birthday one year which is in December, so, and they said it was really lovely, 25 degrees. That's a nice temperature for a winter break. It does mean that it gets busier around those times. Yeah, but, but it, was, it was nice though, it was a nice temperature, not too hot. No, it was lovely. <laughs> not just right, <laughs> just like right. the three little bears. I don't do well in the heat anyway, so. No, it is absolutely baking. It's a bit stormy outside, but it's been too hot for us to handle in the uk good I old think. british weather so it's been raining and stormy today but yesterday baking uh so when we went to grand canary it was actually a good time of year to go yeah we went around the time of irish kids uh half term so there was loads of irish kids but no english kids around which was uh quite oh, good top timing. of the morning to you oh that was <laughs> i i think terrible. she might immediately regret trying that <laughs> Oh, it was great. She did the arm movement and everything. I don't know what that was. I don't know why I did that. So the reason why not just Gran Canaria where we went was uh, because my mum wanted to go during the winter and get some sun. She went, They chose uh, Porta de Mogan, uh, which is like a fishing village down the southwest of Gran Canaria. Uh, so it's about an hour away. That's how small the island actually is. So it took us an hour to get from the top of the island down to the bottom of the island because the airport's at the top. And uh, that's quite a good place to go for locals, apparently, because it's further away from the touristy areas, which, you know, sometimes tourist areas are, like, easier because there's a lot more people speaking English around there. But also, I feel like there's less culture there. So we were quite happy to go where we went. There was lots of English-speaking uh english-speaking staff but there was a uh, plenty of culture and do you remember going down and there was that there were people sat outside with the guitar and outside that little cafe and things yeah so we'll start the journey began We're starting the journey uh i think it was halloween 2017 Hall- it wasn't halloween so it was it was no, october it the 31st did we fly out on halloween i'm pretty sure we did yeah Next oh. day was your birthday. Sorry, I must be wrong. Yeah. So <laughs> we um took we hitched a ride with uh with mama's mama taxis, with Becky's mum's taxi. Becky's mum's taxis, yeah. Because they lived quite close to Gatwick, about half an hour from Gatwick. Which made, meant my poor mum had to get up at what, three, four, four, four in the morning? morning. Yeah, yeah, she was probably up before us as well. Bless her. We were really socks. very much asleep when we tumbled yeah. into the car. She was not happy. <laughs> 
but that was always helpful getting uh that little lift from your from your mum what were you feeling like when i booked through holiday gems you let me book do all the booking and i found a deal through holiday gems i'm not sure i'd recommend them again okay but they were um just there were places for me to specify i just look for the cheapest deal essentially but the the place to specify uh like extra assistance needed and that is the key for when you're traveling in a wheelchair they need to know really early on i find so make sure you put it in the notes uh extra assistance or special assistance required or wheelchair accessible rooms required so they've got it in their head right away because hopefully if they're good at their job, they will be able to make the contacts and confirm that things are okay, which we've done pre- uh, in uh, the future trips as well, and that worked out. From my end, that I had to worry about that. You paid half the money. And oh, I did nothing at all because <laughs> I'm un- unorganized, as we've already discovered. Well, no, I think it was because uh, it came from my mum's recommendation and you didn't know what to expect well it's the first time first time we've been on holiday so i didn't really know i'd never obviously traveled with a wheelchair before i'd only ever traveled by myself or with um other friends and they also organized it for you yeah so it was a new experience all around for, for both of us um one thing that we did pay extra for was a private transfer because sometimes getting at the other end and and as we explained in the last episode coaches are a pain at better times it's just having the certainty isn't it of knowing that you're going to get there without yeah. any and that was well. my mum's gift to us she paid for that oh that's nice so it was quite nice it meant we just had a taxi on the way um on yeah, when we got there to take us to a hotel so what were you feeling like when we first got there becky well so it was four o'clock bear in mind i'm in a daze i don't know what i'm doing um well i didn't i didn't even realize that we had to check in special assistance i've obviously never done it before so i think we rocked up to the airport and i was just a bit like what do we do i where think do i knew go? where to go first yeah. off so we did the normal thing and checked in our luggage and, they, and your wheelchair, don't forget. Yes, that, but that was it. So this is where it varies sometimes. So we checked in the luggage, put it on the scale, sent that off, and then they tagged my wheelchair. Didn't that lady like tag your actual wheel so you couldn't move it? Well, she went to, yeah. She went to put on the spokes. Yeah, that's really sensible. Yeah, and I said no, and she was very happy about that. <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, got it God tagged. God forbid. The, tagged the front part of the chassis, because why would I put it on the wheels? When yeah, it's just I know like, going around uh so that moment we were uh weren't sure exactly what was happening i know because it i i have had previous experiences where they've wanted to take my chair there and put it on the on with the luggage but they didn't luckily so we were like okay we've checked in we've let them know we're here well yes yeah, so we cracked on that's when becky kind of goes into panic mode where i sit and eagerly wait by the big screen for your gate number to appear and I like, I sit there like a, I like, ready to pounce, aren't I? As soon as that gate number's there, I am off and I'm ready to go. Like, I'm literally running you to the gate. don't relax until that No, happens. until I get to the gate, that's the only time I can feel like I can relax. But before that, we didn't even well, get to the, that part, though. Oh, well. In terms sorry, of, we had to go through, we had to go through security. Oh, sorry, jumping what was, the gun. What, what, were, what were you feeling like with security? Because security's quite different for me. We got, I had to go a different way and everything. Yeah, so that was so you kind of get like you go into the fast track lane where there's um, like push chairs, wheelchairs, and it's all the special mm. assistance. Um, so that was all a bit weird because I'm like, oh, VIP treatment, fast lane. Yeah, security is a weird one for me because I just always 
always get stopped. Yeah, no I think we what. mentioned that in the last episode I'm as well. Obviously suspicious looking. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't the whole security thing wasn't really that different. It was just the fact that we went in the first lane, the yeah. fast lane, sorry, and it was obviously wider for wheelchairs and mm. push chairs. Yeah. So that's the perks of it. Sometimes I get sent through like the metal detectors and everything. It's like, of course it's going to go off. Half, my, <laughs> Half my, robot, my, my remember? My attached to a big load of metal. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was quite quite nice for you, I guess, is that there was a huge queue and we just get to yeah. kind of ferry through. We'd also done most of it on our phones, everything, mm-hmm. which yeah. I'd really highly recommend. That's just for anyone traveling. Unless is that your you phone can get... dies. Yeah, that's true. Just well, you'd expect that you would charge your phone before well, you go Well, you say to the that, airport. but we also printed out paper copies just in case. Yeah, we didn't need them though. But yeah, so it's always good to have the backup. But uh, for things like EasyJet, you can get it on like your Apple Wallet. I don't know about other alternatives, but I can imagine it works on Google and Samsung phones as well. Yeah, so after we got through security, this is the bit then, Mm. when I panicked and wanted to go to the gate as soon as possible. Yeah. But little did we realise that we had to go to special assistance again after security. Yeah, so in the the bit with all the duty-free, there's another desk you're meant to check in at. Which nobody told us. No, and this is where, like, always say this, but... I wish there'd be more communication between teams to know when someone's arriving to be like, oh yeah, they're coming, and then to even look out for us, or um, or to be like, to yeah, just to just treat us like you don't, you've never travelled before, because sometimes that's not a bad thing to do, just so that everyone's clear on what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we did our normal thing, little scout around duty free, got the gate. And we headed to our well, gate, it's quite which is a really that, far gate, well, if I remember. Yeah, it was miles. And then, but it's really lucky that we did turn up early, Becky being a keen bean, because they hadn't even got a... Um, mobile lift. Mobile lift, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> they hadn't even got well, a mobile lift ready at the gate. Yeah, because what happens is when you check in at the second desk is they find out whether it's going to be stairs, a gangway, uh, or you'll need the mobile lift kind of thing. So at that point, we didn't we didn't check what it was going to be. We just checked gate number. It was one of those instances where it would have been a staircase job, See, pay, which isn't fun. Pays off to be early. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So they um or just pays to you know check in the the desk. <laughs> yeah, all that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we um checked in at the desk and uh, yeah check, got to the gate and they were like, oh, we didn't know you were coming. But the lady there was really quick to organise something. And we went through, like, it felt like going behind the scenes of everything, got on a van, drove to the mobile lift. Do you remember? It was yeah, all like... Yeah, it was all... Because it was also like... Because we, uh, at that time, we didn't know really what to expect. And well, when we found out whole... they went... Yeah, that was a whole new experience for me in itself. Yeah. We, we thought we'd done it all right, basically. And we weren't expecting it all to go wrong. So when we're going in this car and driving around the airport and things, like, we're like, what is going on? There's obviously a lot of waiting around. We've put the expectation that if you're traveling in a wheelchair, there's no waiting around. <laughs> you skip like one, maybe two queues, but you are still waiting around for everyone all the time. Well, I mean, you're first on the plane and last off, so you're always waiting whenever you but you're land. skipping ahead now. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, okay. you do wait in a wheelchair. Yeah. Lots of waiting. So you get to skip a queue, but it kind of balances out, I think. So we got to the mobile lift, and that was all fine. And that was the first time like, we were just making sure... Uh, together that this is our routine that I wheeled onto the the flight deck or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Sorry, James, if you're listening, because <laughs> Becky's brother uh, is is actually training to be a pilot and he 
He's obsessed with planes. He knows everything about planes, pretty much. And we always get the terminology yeah, wrong, we were don't like, we? And we even had a bit of a bicker in the last episode about what it's called. And we were like, we settled on something. <laughs> and and we asked totally him when wrong. we seen him last. He was like, no, that's not right. <laughs> and still can't remember what he said it was, which is really bad. So maybe we should listen more. Too much of the gab and not <laughs> enough with the ears. Yeah, so we'll on to the... I'm going to call it flight deck. That's where the cockpit is. And he told me that's wrong. So whatever. The galley... The ga- all right, you go with Something whatever. Like I don't know but what it is. But the bit where they get all the food and that prepare where you normally walk on. And then I was able to climb to my seat. The alternative is you can get into an aisle chair and they will take you to your seat through that way. But I can climb across there. I've got uh, brittle bones, but my uh, I do have full use of my legs. I do a thing that Becky likes to call furniture, furniture walking. walking. Yeah. So I can with a, support myself I can walk around so that it happens. When it's I interesting though. I think that's a big um, preconception that people think that misconception, misconception, yeah. misconception that when you're in a wheelchair, your legs don't actually work. Yeah. And then they're always really like, oh my God, you can walk. Yeah. There are all <laughs> kinds of wheelchair users out there. And uh, the so that would have been something that they don't expect as well. So they expect that I won't be able to get to my chair on my own. Uh, it's, uh, but it's available to you, the aisle chair as well which we also found out, I've not had to use it because I do a lot of short flights, is uh, they can get the aisle chair to get you to the toilet as well. Oh, yeah, we did find that, which is out, something didn't we? That, yeah, yeah we, we found out. So that's, um, don't worry know. about going toilet. It's not the most, it's not the most glamorous way to do it because what I find is it's so hard to not draw attention to yourself when you're in a wheelchair. So in my head, I'm like, I want to draw the least amount of attention to myself as possible. But if you need the toilet when you're on a flight, They'll get the aisle chair and they'll get you to the toilet. So it's good to know. Yeah, just bear that in mind. So our journey was about three and a half hours down to Gran Canaria. So if people don't know, Gran Canaria is a Spanish-owned uh, island just off the coast of North Africa, which I didn't know before I went for some reason. I thought it was a Mediterranean island. Learning is fun. Yes. I see. I don't even know that. I'm still geographically challenged. Becky is no geographically idea. challenged. No, I'm idea. not going to tell the story that you don't want me to tell. Oh the best my god, just tell it. Ugh. So Becky's friends were going away or they were, they'd come back from being away. And she was like, oh, I can't remember where they went. It was either Swindon or Sweden. Which one's in England? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's quite, that's my favorite story to tell because it's the best example. Oh, I'm just geographic. I'm just stupid. <laughs> when you didn't know that Plymouth wasn't, was part of Devon. Oh my God, stop. You tell one story. That's all you get. You get a quote okay, for one that's story. Enough, that's enough of that. Okay, so we're on a flight quite comfortably and we order our food you always get the w- uh, window seat though don't you because you're so little whoa 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 <laughs> the face she's looking at me is like you always get the window seat she gives me the window seat because she can look over me because i'm so small not, it's not like, in a bitter way because i always even... say to you do you want the window seat this time and you go no it's fine yeah, but it's not even a negotiation anymore it's like you just always get the window seat because you are little i can look over you yeah but sometimes i want the window seat okay? but i've asked you and you just always <laughs> go that's no, fine and i've seen it loads <laughs> shut up it's like, she, like in reality really nice and bowing and then just like when well, now she's got an audience she's like <laughs> oh he never lets me have the window seat <laughs> all right so we're on this we're on the flight finally and we and frankie's in the window seat i'm in the window seat because i am king <laughs> and we order we order our food and uh this is something that's quite funny i thought is becky was like i'm gonna order the paprika pringles because you can only get them on easy chat 
And I was like, no, Look, you can. Only... And you were like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I've only ever had them on I EasyJet. thought they were exclusive to EasyJet because I'd only ever Is had them. Is it because they're also orange? No, that... no. I'm, like... Come on. It's only because I'd only eaten them on an EasyJet flight. So I was like, well, it must just be EasyJet. That and then do it became a running joke for a good year and a half after that. Every time I see them, I was like, oh my goodness. Tesco's must be sponsored by EasyJet. <laughs> So obviously it was a little bit sleepy. We had a little bit of a nap, but who else had a nap? Oh my goodness. <laughs> this guy, oh, we've got a really good picture of it. Not that that helps you, but um, this guy fell asleep, proper catching flies. And he's like, just slowly drifting onto my shoulder with his mouth wide open, dribbling. I'm like, well, what do I do here? I don't think he spoke English either. I think no. he was Spanish. And it was, it was on quite, my shoulder. Yeah, it's so funny. So he's got a big old picture and he's got like the biggest Adam's apple as well. Proper. I've never seen someone's mouth so open. And it's open. that really uncomfortable situation. Like, do I just let him... He's obviously tired. Do I just let him have a good little nap? Or do I wake him up and have that awkward conversation? <laughs> so we arrive. Uh, it's an hour's difference. So we're, you know, midday kind of time. I think time about half 12 their time. I mean, it doesn't really matter. No, I'm just we, saying. We got there. Just saying. And uh, we, uh, I think we were met at that time with uh, someone with a giant wheelchair to put me in because there's a lot, like I said, sometimes it goes in the hold. Well, no, you're missing the fact that when we land and you see your wheelchair and you're like, oh, my legs are there. Yeah, this is one thing. So I normally from the seat that I, I sit at. At the window seat. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> you can see them wheeling my chair or somehow moving my chair to the hold. And uh, yeah, it's always a relief that it makes it onto the flight. So at the end, when it's there, it's in that big result. But I've, I've you know, I've had to, I've done the whole thing where I've had to sit in a chair and get pushed to meet it somewhere. But uh, thankfully we were, we got there and they brought it up right away and then let me get in it and then we can wheel. Uh, what's funny is they always send someone special assistance to help. And, um, uh, sometimes the language barrier as well but they also really want to help so you often just get them to carry your bags <laughs> not 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 deliberately but they, but they, they i think they're thinking i don't want to they be a normally insist don't they they're like L let me take your bag and you're like oh god yeah because sometimes you know uh we just want to crack on oh one thing i didn't say is when you're waiting on the when you arrive you've got to wait for everyone to get off oh, so see, we this may is what get i said earlier first. and you yeah. told me off for jumping the gun well, see we, we weren't there all right. Point. Sorry, so we've got to imagine, imagine that we've just landed in Gran Canaria. We've been the last yeah, so, one. We're uh, the first just, ones. Just to oh, clarify, blah, blah, blah. just to clarify, we get on first on the plane <laughs> and we come off last. So we've sat there for ages as everyone is hustling and bustling, rushing to get yeah. off the plane. Everyone's, no one's, everyone's yeah, always in a rush everyone's to get really off the plane, aren't they? Yeah. And there's always the few people, the... Uh, the, the disabled people and the older people that are kind of like, well, let them go. <laughs> and then uh, often kind of group together with old people, aren't we? Because oh, they're the ones that need the assistance people. too. That often means that the time we get down, we go through uh, the passport control and we get down to the luggage. We're, our luggage is pretty much already ready yeah, for us. Yeah, see, it comes, I mean, swings in roundabouts. Swings in roundabouts is right. Yeah. Becky used to say, it comes in roundabouts. Swings in roundabouts. Swings roundabouts. So you may be waiting later on the plane, but you're waiting less at the baggage reclaims. The baggage reclaims. The so. baggage reclaims. Reclaim. In the baggage. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, that's a pack. So we get down there, grab our luggage. And then, if I remember rightly, there went, there wasn't any issues. We went down to the thing. It took us a little bit to find our car, but then they had a na our name on a yeah, plaque, yeah. didn't they? Mr. Francis Hocking. Like, I had like I felt like royalty. So you know the classic meeting being met by your driver at the airport. How posh do I feel? 
So that was fine, I think. We didn't have any issues getting out of the airport, where some places we have. But Grand Canary seemed pretty swift. It's quite a modern airport, and uh, I guess very popular for holidaymakers. So we were ushered through quite quickly, and then we got our taxi. And like I said, it uh, the airport's the top of the island, and then we had to go drive all the way down to the bottom. Just under an hour took us, I think, didn't it? All right, so we booked the hotel... What was the hotel called? Oh, I've got it written somewhere. It was called uh, the. Oh, I don't. I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but the Cordial Morgan Valley. Valley. Uh, yeah, I think it, the Cordial Mo- M- Morgan. Morgan. Was it Morgan? Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Morgan? The place was Morgan. Morgan. It, it, I've written Morgan. Okay. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, Morgan, and it is pronounced. Vea, I'd think. Vea? Because two L's make a Y it's in like Spanish. It's like Valley, doesn't it? Like Vea. I know, but it, it's pronounced Y in Spanish. Why is that a thing? I don't know, like paella and... Paella? Yeah. Paella? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, which was actually a really lovely hotel. It was a beautiful hotel. We were greeted with Prosecco, which is always a win. Yeah. Always. They had to sort of book an out and they were like, would you like anything to drink? And we're like... Absolutely. <laughs> they were non-alcoholic options available yeah but but we were on holiday so straight to the prosecco and our hotel room was uh, we had a proper apartment so it wasn't just a hotel it was an apartment so if we wanted to go self-catered we could have but we went half board we did yes which meant we got breakfast in the morning and dinner in the evening although one or two days we swapped the dinner for, like, for yeah, lunchtime we so then we could go out, out and explore didn't we yeah it was quite nice to have the option i'm not sure how i felt about it I think breakfast is always necessary, but it ju- it does lower some of the price of having to eat out the co- like all the time. Yeah. So we uh we got our hotel room. It depends what you want from holiday. If you want to do it cheap as chips and self catering, but if you want to have indulge in all the alcohol, then it's all inclusive. Yeah. It just depends what you personally want from holiday. But it's doing you could do self catering and then you've got to eat inside. But we liked eating out, didn't we? So we wanted to kind of have a bit of a balance. And actually, I found that half board kind of worked yeah. for us. Uh, is it, we didn't have any drinks on that though. That's the only thing. We did spend a lot of money on alcohol. We, we opened a tab. That's dangerous. That's yeah. always dangerous. We, we started. Wasn't too we bad. opened the tab on the first day of the holiday. I know. And but then actually, the second day was my birthday, so I was drunk. I was day drunk by. I was sangria drunk by twelve o'clock. Yeah. That's. I mean, who else? I was <laughs> pina colada drunk because I love me a pina colada. How else would you want to spend your birthday? Sangria drunk by twelve o'clock, sat by the pool. <laughs> Bliss. They actually left us a bottle of wine. Yeah, they did. A bottle of How Carver. did they find out it was my birthday? I think I put it in the notes. Oh right, of course. But yeah, they'd uh, left us an, a bottle. When we came back, there was a bottle of Carver. Yeah, for that you, was which nice. Really lovely. Uh, the, so, ap- the apartment was really lovely, though, wasn't it? Yeah. So it had um, it had two double beds, didn't it? Or was it just one double bed? Can't remember. Just one. <laughs> uh, but the um, it, it had enough to like it was enough space for us, wasn't it? it had two big sofas, yeah. a TV, dining a table, the whole kitchen, lot, yeah. and it had a wet room, which was quite easy for me too. Uh, we it had was the... on the ground floor as well, which yeah. is, so you obviously didn't have to negotiate lifts or stairs or anything. Well, in terms of your experience, though, that wouldn't be your preference. Well, it, yeah, it was it? a bit weird. We'd normally obviously go higher up a little bit, but who's we? I, I don't you know. Walkies. Walkies. Us walkies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's not an option with you half robots, is it? Whoa! <laughs> uh, we can say that you can't. <laughs> but so we did. It meant that we had people walking by our room and stuff and it's harder like not that we need privacy but it's a lot more invasive because yeah. the think path that's a, that's right out front our little decking bit went to the pool yeah so we we're literally in a couple of flats down from the pool 
So um, it wasn't a big deal though, no. but it was just a bit weird being like, oh, there's people walk. I'm a good people watcher. I like people watching anyway, yeah. so it's fine. But that was a yeah, it was a really nice hotel. It was like built into the mountain, so like yeah. it goes up in like levels in like shelves. That was quite good. <laughs> Instead, but it wasn't like just a building. It was like built on the mountain. Which and was it was, there cool. was loads of pools, wasn't there? There was like two or three pools. Yeah, so Didn't the main we, one. One day we go, we went to the quiet pool because we were fed up with the children, but then actually we caused more noise because we went and brought inflatables and just <laughs> messed around like big children. I feel like, yeah, they, I, I, they, I, they weren't impressed We by got that. a few stern looks, didn't we? So yeah, we went to the, the, the main pool down the bottom uh, is the family pool and there was a lift down to more jacuzzis and like water oh, yeah, features yeah. and stuff, yeah. you remember? And that was fun, but it did mean there were a lot of ki- kids and, and kids hard to relax. stare all the kids time. Kids stare and they're splashing yeah. and they're loud. Kids are just annoying. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go adult only is what we, we have started to do. But to be fair though, like although kids stare all the time, there was that, do you remember there was that German lady who I think it was her granddaughter and she actually, she was staring and she actually took her granddaughter to one side and had, we obviously don't know what the conversation was, but had a conversation about it. Yeah, because her daughter, well, the little girl was proper like, it doesn't yeah, take. It, it doesn't really take nice. much, does it, just to have just a conversation to to you, with your children, to your kids. So, like, I like. I find kids. You know, kids are curious. Kids don't understand. Yeah, which but is that's fine, where like but you you educate your children. It's when it's when adults will know that their kids are staring, but will completely ignore it mm. because they won't want to make a scene, which is almost more harmful, isn't it? Because yeah. then they're ignoring you as a person, yeah. essentially. That's it. Just that because it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it's not very good but that was really nice the way that that lady did that yeah because um you know kids are gonna stare but that's when it's an opportunity to teach your kids you know so overall hotel was really good i hotel thought it was really good yes. there, um lifts everywhere we didn't have any issues we didn't with the have any either. issues with the hotel the um there was there was ramps to places that we needed to be up with the food and entertainment as well yeah, yeah. Lot, entertainment always places to sit with entertainment there's kids everywhere during the entertainment <laughs> but you know and um in terms of food quality as well, we had really lovely breakfasts and things. Like we got a bit bored at the end, but that happens no matter what, wherever you go. But we, you know, like pancakes and things, really lovely food. And they're nice uh, in the evening and you start spotting the same people and stuff. But yeah, I thought I felt very comfortable, very nice hotel. So um, yeah, it was good. Worth I looking think up. it's a good recommendation for but, to know that it's accessible anyway. Yeah, and actually uh, looking around the area, that ones at different price ranges. There's like a Radisson, and there was one further down. That nice hotels that all had that accessibility option. So it's uh, the whole Portimogan, it, uh, in terms of accommodation, really worth checking out. Yeah, my favourite thing about the hotel was that it was so close to the, like the beach and the waterfronts. So it was yeah. literally just like what, not even a five minute walk, mm. and it was obviously all flat down to the beach and just beautiful like the area it was in yeah with little gardens and stuff on the way down <laughs> even though we didn't do say self-catered we did have to make lunch so literally opposite the hotel it was a big mall well, wasn't there yeah, yeah little shopping, shopping center so we had that like was it dino something it was called like the shopping chain had a little dinosaur on it oh i do remember i do yeah, remember that yeah the big, the big supermarket wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah yeah so we we you know it's a good way to just fill up yeah we just sandwiches bought some like sandwiches didn't we yeah make them little lunches some pack some lunches, lunches. Yeah, take down to the beach with us yeah <laughs> so that was lovely uh so we did that we'd do that right away normally and suss out the place that's what we did so first went for a little shop and then we went down to the beach suss out yeah the beach so like yeah becky said really flat going down and then um, it's really nice lots of the places around um 
the weavers did well we're in Grand Canaria all the like restaurants and that all surround the beaches yeah yeah so yeah. it's which is so nice lush it's to a sit really there with be- like it's beautiful lush yeah I've never heard you say the word lush before it's lush it's just it's Garrett lush no I'm never, never gonna say lush you- ever again yeah I please don't please don't right, okay it doesn't it's, suit you it's really lush um <laughs> so we went down to yeah, check out all the restaurants, and we ate most most nights. We ate out. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there were a few local cuisine in. and all that. Yeah, and like the classic, we had lots of paella and paella, paella. or paella. <laughs> I tried to make my pronunciation correct. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so we had uh, like the first night I had some like fish pasta and yeah, but it is a fishing village, so there's a dockyard full of fishing boats. And, uh, it's all locally, gotta, obviously all locally sourced, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and you've got to have fish. The fish is beautiful. Well, most of the places as well that served lobster had tanks with the lobsters in, which brings us to oh, no. one of my favourite stories. So uh, we were one night, we oh, booked to be in this restaurant, like for this whatever story. reason, uh, we didn't we didn't go to that restaurant we booked. And there are loads of people that stand outside the restaurants and try and beckon you into their restaurants. Yeah, and I give in to peer pressure too much, don't I? I'm like, well, okay. Well, the guy, we were looking for a place that had the freshest lobsters because you it was really towards wanted, the well, end of the holiday. That was it. You really wanted lobster, didn't you? You really yeah. wanted lobster paella. That was your aim of the holiday. Was I wanted lobster. And Becky had never had lobster before. And you were saying, it's fine, I'll have lobster as long as I don't have to see it before I eat it. You can see where this is going. Yeah, so we went in and uh, this restaurant was lovely. We had like a uh, tuna tartar wrap which oh, was yeah, a that special was that they offered us. Delicious. Nice little shots and cocktails and stuff. Really lovely staff. So it was a accidental find, but really, really lovely. And then we were like, okay, I want the lobster paella. And he the guy was like, Oh, only if you get only if you choose it. And Becca was like, No, 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 no. So he Absolutely made you go and not. see yeah, them. Yeah, he made he? me go and look at all these live little cute little lobsters with their little faces. And he made you pick one. Oh no. I know. I, let me get I'll carry on ready. So you made you pick one and then you came back and you were already really sad and you were like, Oh, I can't believe I just picked them, we're gonna eat it. And then he comes over with the lobster. <laughs> this dude was finding you absolutely hilarious. I was, and uh, he was like, nearly, going, he was like, stroke it, stroke it, and you're like, no, no, no. And he was like, oh my goodness, my son is five, and he does not complain as much as you. I'm basically in tears over this little lobster. <laughs> Just taking the taking the absolute piss out of you. So yeah, funny. it's horrible. And you were like, I don't know what you're doing. You were like boomeranging a cocktail, I think. And I think in this boomerang, you can just see the sheer disappointment absolutely on my face. Distraught. Just. Her eyes were, I'm not even joking, they were red. It was almost like you could have yeah, cried. I'm an animal lover. Like I, I like eating food, but I don't like seeing it. I like, I've eaten I like it. seeing I animals like and it. eating them. Yeah, so, I don't want to I don't wanna name this little lobster and then eat it. That's so just... when you get a lobster, like you said, it's as fresh as possible. So they then took him and oh, they cooked and him. Oh, and they up. killed him. And then you get like walnut crackers to crack the shell open. It's so brutal. There is no way about eating a lobster that isn't savage. So, so mean. you have to like you snap the shell and everything. But Becky, was it or was it not one of the best meals we had that holiday? It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of it, she's like sucking as much meat out of the tiny little oh, legs as she could. <laughs> It was so nice, but it was just so mean that they made me stroke this lobster that I was about to eat. They were all finding it hilarious as well. Oh, yeah, that was definitely one of the holiday highlights. Well, highlights or just just trauma? Who knows? For me, it was definitely a highlight. (laughs) 
So, yeah, what's really nice is most of those restaurants down down by the seafront were absolutely lovely as yeah, well. Yeah, they were all... I don't think we had any bad meals, did no. we? No, so there was even a day we got a pizza with some beer. I got a pizza and beer. Uh, oh, just a proper lad you yeah, are. Yeah, at lunchtime. That was the day we went down to the beach. Just quickly so, on... Well, that's on what the... now... That's oh, what I was yeah, is that what you're going on to? Okay. Yeah. But oh. what... You go on then, you tell it. So, oh, so one thing I was really impressed with on the beaches is there's... Um, how do I describe them? There's like these big wooden planks all along the beaches that go all the way down to the sea, don't they? Yeah. Well, so it if meant... it's if the tide's up enough. Yeah. yeah. So it meant so we like beaches are obviously a bit of a problem with us because wheels and sand don't really work. It's literally the worst. I can't like there are plenty of terrains that are ho- like horrendous for wheels. The sand's, but sand's awful. You don't yeah. go anywhere. No. The more you wheel, the further you dig, and you yeah. end up just. And I think the stuck. only way we can do sand is if I literally drag you along. But I've got. An eighty-year-old's back, and it never really works, does it? So yeah. So we are on the beach where these planks were. What was also really great is that there were the sun lounges, which were along the side. Yeah, well, it was just really nice. It meant you could actually wheel on the beach and not have to worry about negotiating sand. Yeah. Bear in mind, you do have to pay for these, but we paid for the afternoon to have one, uh, one each, and it was just so nice to sit on the beach and just on the beaches, especially. Which is also, I think, a really good sign. We've seen a lot of other wheelchair users, didn't yeah. we? Which you don't normally tend to see in, when you go on holiday, do you? That is one thing I forgot to say. Is Not only did uh, my mum recommend this place because of the locals and the food and everything, but it was uh, recommended because she's seen lots of other wheelchair users there. And so did we. Yeah. And uh, and you can see why, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's, lots of... All, of all the places we've been, it's probably one of the most successful places, I think, yeah. we've ever been. Yeah, so all the planks down to the sea, and then the further up the water, the uh, the tide is, you could just get into the sea. So at night time, it was proper up onto the yeah, yeah, which was really which really beautiful, lovely. Yeah. Um, so we did get, a, I did get a day in the sea. Yeah, I made you go in the sea, didn't yeah. I? I forced you to go in. Yeah. So uh, I, I like, I love it. I love swimming in the sea. I love, but it is a, a massive ball ache getting down there. Yeah. So it's it's a bit of a sacrifice for me to do it, but one hundred percent. Uh, would yeah, if you can get down to the sea and have a swim, would recommend and 100% do not. Well, it's, it. it's all right if the tide's high enough up that you can just get off the plank to go in the sea, yeah. But it all depends on the it wasn't. We had to, I had to kind of clamber kind on the floor a little on bit, the sand a bit, which yeah. isn't the most dignified. And I do collect so much sand, it just goes everywhere, but you know, worth it, yeah. So, toward, um, towards the end of the holiday, we could every evening we could see the sun and it was like we could see the sunset. And there were really nice colours, but it would always go behind the buildings, behind the yeah, boats. We'd always the, lose it, wouldn't we? Yeah, behind the rocks. And we were like, there must be a place you could... Like, I looked at my map on my phone, I remember. So like, you can see there must be a place where you can see this sunset. So one day we were like, let's just chase the sunset. And we were watching it go down and we was getting closer and closer, getting more away from us. And we were going in out of the, the buildings and everything. And then we just found this... Like slope, it was a gravel it was quite slope, steep, so it was a it? pain. Yeah, yeah. We had loads of lovely people offering. Yeah, that help was well. Yeah, loads of people like, do you need some help? Do you need some help? Because I'm like obviously pushing you up the hill. Yeah, we. I think we did it. I did. Yeah, like, we did a lot it. of pushing as well. Oh, um, I mean, I did push you up the hill. Yeah, but it was. I. It was not a joint team, effort. Team I put, effort. No, I pushed I, you. Hold on a minute. You very. You like. If I don't help you at all, you go. So, but you do sometimes when you were going up a hill, you'd be like, "Can I have some help? Can you push me?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." Yeah, and the then thing you is just though, stop wheeling. I've already wheeling. came up the hill, and my arms are about to fall off, so I need. Yeah, a but rest. you don't just stop wheeling. We do it as a team. You, you need to. Do, it's anyway, good for your we got up the hill, and it's the most beautiful sunset we've ever well, seen. Well, no, oh, you ruined it. 
No, so the, clo- the closer we got, the more and more people we seen gathering. Yeah. Which was quite, and we were like, so we were like okay, right on feeling, a cliff face. Yeah, we were we? feeling hopeful, and then you realise it was up this, yeah, up this slope, and we got to the top, and it was so much space as well that they weren't like looking for a crowd of people. No. Got to the very edge, and what was absolutely beautiful about it is that it's one of the only places you could probably go. And there was no other, you couldn't see anything else in sight, just the sea, the curvature of the earth, and I the sun. Really, I thought the earth was flat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Joking. Yeah, take Becky's it out. A, take Becky's it out. a flat earther, guys. Take nice. <laughs> flat earther. They call themselves <laughs> Is that. Is that what they call yeah. them? Like, I'm not one to judge people's beliefs and things, but come on. Oh, come my, on. no. Come on now. This it... was, the, the flat earth thing was debunked like years, thousands of years ago, probably. Anyway. So we've seen the sunset, it was good. So what else did we do in Grand Canaria, Frankie? With the next... <laughs> good segue, <laughs> Becky. So the other thing is days out. We find it very hard to stay in one place. So we were like, let's have some days out. We planned more than we actually did because there was one day when we were just probably probably a bit hungover, I'd say. It's probably my birthday. Yeah, and then after. we were like, we were going to go to Mos Palomas where there's like the zoo and things and we didn't go in the end. But we um, did do two days out to... Uh, Puerto Rico, not the country, but the the area of uh, of Gran Canaria called Puerto Rico, where there it was quite it was probably a lot I'd say more touristy and a lot busier than where we were, but lovely little shops, really yeah, nice yeah. beach. It was quite touristy, but yeah, it was yeah, lovely. again all really flat and accessible. Exactly, yeah. And went all went all the way up the pier. Uh, and we sat on some sun lounges, and you had a little swim or your little paddle. And then we got told off for sitting on the sun lounges because you have to pay oh, for them. Oh, yeah, I remember We're that. like, we're not planning on spending the whole afternoon here. So let's just sit for a little bit. And then we go. We're like, oh, sorry, we didn't know. <laughs> Typical British thing. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. So um, to get there, though, however, is uh, they're quite close to the little bus station. So all these little villages within or little towns within Gran Canaria have bus stations. And most of them had a lift that would work. But then there was a few times where we got on the bus and it didn't work. Yeah. But that's where we had nice, nice tourists Big, and nice strong men. Yeah, and bus drivers that helped just just carried me on, which was well, really really nice. It's, it's, it's really nice they do that, but obviously because there's a bit of a language barrier, they just kind of pick you up, and then your face always looks like yeah. you've shut yourself a little bit. Well, there's a thing where if you grab the wheels, the chassis flips over, so that's quite dangerous. It could flip me out of my chair, and I got brittle bones, so like everything goes to my head is, oh my god, if I end up flower. in hospital with broken bones. In a foreign country, God. But yeah, so I always got to be like, make sure I pat with the back bar and the front bar. That's where you hold, okay? But it did mean that we could just get on this bus and not worry. They were really happy to help oh God, us. Do you remember how bumpy the bus journey was? Yeah, it was scary. So rough. So we're going up over the mountains and there are really sharp corners with just those metal barriers. Yeah, and, and the bus drivers proper... take it like 100 miles an hour. Yeah, we got, we got loads of photos of me and Becky just thinking like, this, this is, is our message this is to my mum. This is how we're going to die. I love die. you, mum. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, it's really nice to get out for the day. So we went, obviously went to um, to Puerto Rico. And we had a little look around for boat trips. Because there, the one that we tried to get on in um, Puerto Mogan was definitely wasn't wheelchair accessible. And I can't remember why we didn't try it again. But we went to one in... Um, it had steps onto the boat, if I I think so, yeah, yeah, something like that. And then we went to uh, the one in Puerto Rico and there was loads of them. And we were like, oh, is it, would we get a wheelchair on? And the guys were like, yeah, go on, we'll, we'll do it. Make sure, come back tomorrow. Really, really lovely, really yeah, friendly. They were really lovely, weren't they? And uh, so it meant we didn't come back tomorrow. We came back a couple of days later to go for a little dolphin yeah. sea. Yeah. 
And it was dolphins or your money back situation. Yeah, if you do, so, don't see dolphins, yeah, yeah you get your money so back. So they go out and they really just do an entire lap of the you know, the island. So and the, you, it got it was the only time we were chilly the entire time because yeah, it the, gets cold. The boat wasn't really that accessible, was it? You kind of made it work. So it was flat to get onto, but it was very narrow so your chair wouldn't fit on it. No, so I did have to climb on all fours. Yeah. And get over this plank. I was like walking the plank. But and I it think was, it was one of those things that was worth the sacrifice, wasn't it? Yeah. So if you are a wheelchair user and you're going to expect to do that, we didn't do a lot of research no, beforehand. No, so we, we just were like, it. oh, this is something that could happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. So um, we we just picked one. And uh, I'm so glad we did. It was amazing. It was amazing. incredible. So you, you go out. There was a good hour of us driving and we were like, oh. We didn't see anything. I was like running from each side of the boat being like, please, I want to see a dolphin. And, and there were people being sick on the boat oh, and everything. No, that was afterwards when it got a bit rocky. Oh, yeah. But Becky was, uh, Becky was in the situation where she was saying, if I see dolphins, I'm going to cry. And then it was also, if I don't see dolphins, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I never cry. What are you on about? <laughs> So Becky's going to cry either way. So we've seen dolphins and Becky cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was but amazing. But it was amazing. It? Like, it, we've, we've both been to Discovery Cove. In America. In, in Florida. Yeah. And that it was really special. You get to swim with the fish. But then, you like, as you grow up and your ethics kind of uh, grow, you realise that actually these animals are really in yeah. containment. And they're, they're, it's nothing they're kind of... quite like seeing them in the wild, is there? So, yeah, it's really special. And they love the attention. There was something really nice about watching the dolphins. They, they swim in and amongst each other. And so we've seen North Atlantic dolphins. And then we see bottle, no, bottlenose oh, ones as well. But, but, but there wasn't as many bottlenose dolphins. But the North oh, Atlantic ones, was... the little small ones, the black stripes. Yeah, it was so lovely. Yeah. But then we were on the boat for, what, a good two hours. And it yeah. did get very rocky. And then everywhere you look, everyone's just been sick. And then I was like, I need to get on land now. I've yeah, had it gets enough. to the point <laughs> where enough. it's like, okay, we've seen the dolphins come back in now. So that was our big day out, I guess. We did have... Um, Little strolls, uh, different villages and things, which was really nice. But the big thing we did was the was dolphin, dolphin. exploration. Explosion. Exploration. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. The dolphin explosion. <laughs> so I would recommend catching one of the buses and having a little day out. I'd actually recommend Grand Canary as a whole. I think so. Yeah. I've heard good things about the Canary Islands generally. So if you've been there and you would like to send us any recommendations of what to do and the and the other Canary Islands do let us know, but would recommend going to Grand Canary. We the off you know you have the odd little bits little bumbles and things, but overall it's a really really great holiday, and we always compare our future holidays to that one. Yeah, we do because things we? went very well. So, um, but on future holidays, things didn't go so well. I think no. that's why Grand Canary is. But stay tuned for that. <laughs> Um, so, so Becky. So Frankie. What were you about to I say? Gonna, I was going to say, if you could recommend one thing. No. I'm... Okay. Yeah. So th- this is something we want to end our uh, each one of these with a um, a piece of advice and a recommendation. My piece of advice is, even if you're really scared to eat new food because it's in your face and it's alive, just do it because it may taste amazing and you don't know what you're missing out on. That's great. That's really good. <laughs> so my piece of advice was more in terms of. Uh, yeah, he's with the always get a recommendation where you're going. So that was your your recommendation. No, that was my piece of advice. Piece of advice. Yeah, what's your piece of advice? So my recommendation is to seek out public transport, particularly buses. Okay, because then you can have days out and experience things. Lots of, especially in Grand Canary, it's very very hilly. But most buses uh, are quite modern, and it's always good to check out 
what you're where you are. Good good advice, Frankie. Yeah, that was yep. my that was my advice. Another one is um, I don't I don't think this is advice, but I quite like the fact we got a private transfer. Yes, because you get that one to one support. However, if you are happy to get on a, a sweaty bus with loads of people, it's just not knowing where the buses are going to be accessible. It's the uncertainty. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, so when when you're there, I think try lots of food, not just Grand Canary. I just that's my biggest travel thing anyway. One of the, my favourite things about travelling is trying food and local cuisine. It was a good holiday, it so was a good holiday. it's hard to. I want to be come through like what not to do, but I feel like we did a lot of things quite quite well. Yeah, tune in for future episodes, and we'll definitely tell you what not to do. Yeah. So actually, the next episode ties into this one quite well. So for Becky's birthday that year in Grand Canaria. Um, I got Becky tickets to see Ed Sheeran at Wembley Stadium. It was amazing. So, which was really, I, really I great love fun. Ed so, in June 2018. So, the next episode we're doing is London, a one on London. Yeah. I know it's not we're not traveling abroad in this one, but I guess London is There's quite lots a, of good points there in London. Yeah, it's isn't very that? good. It's a, it's a good tourist place, London. Um, anyway, let's not talk too much about London. No, no, but yeah, so next episode we'll talk about London and go to Wembley Stadium. Hopefully offer some good little tidbits there. Okay, so thanks for joining us on the second episode of thanks The Traveller. Uh, I've been Frankie and you've been... Becky, Becky. I think. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was looking, she's got to finish that. And if you'd like to leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, that would be very helpful. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and many other places you find podcasts. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Bye.